Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. We're live! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Everyone is Warlocks Conflux. I'm Jack, your storyteller and DM for this Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign here on Final Show Films. And joining me today are literally everybody, starting with Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia Everns, the uh, great old one warlock, Pact of the Blade. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Korashana. Um, a Kalistar. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Wooten Salt Spray. I almost said Bolton Iron Hand for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong dwarf. Uh, Wooten Salt Spray, the Dwarven Pirate. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Maja, the Epact of the Tome from Celestial Warlock. And John? I'm John, the HR Geiger of D&D, &D, and I'm playing Heaton, the tiefling noble warlock packed with the fiend. And Nikki. Hi, I'm Nikki. I'll be playing Diamond Katara, the Earth Genasi folk hero packed with the blade. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Cole, the shifter urchin. Now, our last moments in conflux were spent in the den of a Shadowshade's information broker known simply as the Elf, where Wotan led some negotiations to hopefully uncover what the Hawkshead Compact needed to know about, well, a lot of things. And with Cole having earlier discovered that the Temple Halls of Conflux also foster some level of revolutionary thought, it seems the city has already drawn toward the precipice of revolt by the natural course of history, which may prime it for the objective of the current great game. But now our eyes are once again drawn toward the common room in Hawkshead House, where the Compact has convened to discuss their immediate plans moving forward. You all are gathered in the main room of the house where a few candles are lit now that the sun has set and Heaton is examining the details of an assassination contract that you've been tasked with eventually negotiating at some point. Everybody else is sort of just around considering what might come next. So take it away, guys. So, Jack, 
Yes. Do I know who Aragil Kaminor of Breadstrill Lane is? You have never heard of this motherfucker in your life. All right. So, reading this, reading this thing. Does anybody know who the fuck Aragil Kaminor of Breadstrill Lane and Dancer's Court is? Hey, Jack. Yeah. Do any of us know? <laughs> I wanted to do it individually, one by one. <laughs> yes, Gerald. Again. Do I know who blah blah is? No, you don't. Hey, Jack. Yeah. Do what? I know who this gentleman is? You do not. Hey, Jack. Do I know who this person is, or could I potentially find out through my guild connection? It might take a while, but you personally have never heard of them in your life. Okay. Well, like, anybody else have any other questions? No, <laughs> no, I'm just assuming I don't know them. <laughs> so that's who the... I know that we don't. <laughs> so that's who this is for. I say waving the contract before putting it back in the thing. So it's... I'm not certain. I, I certainly don't care about them enough to try to figure out an alternative to this. This. I... This being a contract on their life that we have to deliver and negotiate with House Younger for in order to get information about the Fey Antiquities, I think. Or one of the three All things right. that we asked. I, I believe I believe that contract, yes. That was that was the job offer for the Fey Antiquities information. So are these connected then to individual answers? Yes. Yes, the the, con the assassination contract is for information on the Fey Antiquities. Uh, we have an actual assassination ourselves to perform on someone in Merc Dreamer Lanes, which will be for information on... That was for... Glora for Strike. Yeah, that, that, was, that was for um, information on the Guard Captain or on the Scale Bellies. Scale bellies? I believe it was scale was bellies. First. Yeah, scale bellies. Uh, yeah, so scale bellies, and then I forget what the third job was. Hang on. Breeze on the river, the leather, green leather bound silver. Yes. Book. Oh, and we also have to go to the great press and steal a book. Yep. Or, yes. re uh, or retrieve a book. I don't know that it's actually would be considered stealing because they don't sell books, they print them. And if they have some spare, I'm confused as to why they would be bothered with us taking one. And that, and that one is for information. And that one is for information on Reynolds Cledwin. Ah, asshole. Who uh, you also sent Torvald Fauntleroy to go spy. find in shadow. Yep. Yes. He's as good as shadowing. Well, specifically, we sent Chiswick. <laughs> yeah, because I imagine if we sent Torvald, it would just be cut to Reginald just walking somewhere and then, Chiswick, he's moving <laughs> <laughs> from around the corner. <laughs> Today he had four loaves of. <laughs> but yes. Oh, that's stupid. Chiswick! For spy glasses. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Sorry. Fresh spy glasses was just really, really hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad you guys like some of my NPCs. <laughs> One of yes. Sorry, <laughs> Fair. So, any so the, what's it? 
Anyways. So fetching the book would be interesting, but I think the no. things we do not have information about are the scale bellies. Uh, also, uh, the... there is a granny cobwebs and trick tones that can apparently get us into Merc Dreamer Lane. Which, which seems relevant because ah. I think there was a couple of reasons he wanted to get into Merc Dreamer. Which is also useful because that's yes. where our immediate warlock pack rivals live. Wild. D- don't go up and start a duel just as soon as we get in, please. That's all I please. want. Please, I'm a noble. We don't duel. We hire assassins. Oh. I say, waving assassin. the assassination contract. <laughs> <laughs> So who is that I'm for I'm definitely then? familiar with nobles that also duel, but your family has its ways. Every other one has their ways. It was a joke. So the, who's, who is this person that they're in so important that they need to have an assassination? None of us fucking know. That was a question that was just asked. <laughs> I, think, I think before we take an action that will lead to someone's death, we at least owe some sort of... We don't owe this person bloody anything. I can ask. I can go, I can ask around and see if they are some sort of socially inclined mover, shaker, or otherwise. Um... But I don't, they don't jump to mind at the moment, which means I don't, which means as far as I'm aware, they're not related to any of the Council of Lords at the very least, or Noble uh, Council or anything. Jack, I don't recall, was it, was this a contract that someone had paid him to get, or did he just want this person dead personally? No, this was something that he is subcontracting to you as it had been contracted to him. Okay, so someone is paying him to pay these people to kill this person. Okay. Uh We are the go-between between the person who got the contract and their subcontract. We're we're the go-between between between the go-between. Yes. The the one that he wants personally dead is this, what, Gulara Farstriker? Yes. Yes. Does any of us know that person? Who is... Yeah. I mean, you've been informed that they are the more or less head of security for a competing information broker. Okay. Apparently yeah. also located in Merc Dreamer Lanes, since that's where you're finding their bodyguard, more or less. Um, also, we have to find the, what is it, Yanagiri House? Yeah, we'd have to, we have to locate the Yanagiri House, but they're in the Undercrest. Which is also where the scale bellies are, theoretically. Um, yeah. So in order- the, under, the undergrass also spans the entirety of Conflux, though. So that's a little bit. Uh... Well, order of operations. If we're if order of operations, if we're wanting to do this, if if we're not necessarily caring about completing all three tasks and then delivering them to him at once. Uh, mm-hmm. We could go to Mark Dreamer Lane, get that dealt with, take that information back to him, go to the Undercrest to deal with the Scale Bellies and House Yangari at the same time, take that back to him, and then retrieve the book at any point in time if we're ever in that area of Hallowdors. It is also worth mentioning yes. when we go to the Undercrest, that is also allegedly where the progenitor of the Fey Antiquities was from or buried. Yes. Jack, correct me if I'm misreading my notes. Mm, 
there wasn't a strong connection per se with I could have sworn that that's where you said that like there the followers of this person's patron would have probably taken it but that no, might he be was, wrong he's Twilight he's from Twilight's Forever Shadow Shades oh. yeah Mm-hmm. Shadow Shades is where the undergress is the mo- is the most easily accessible entry into the undergress. That might be where that came from. But I, I, I think the antiquities are far scattered by that point. There are a number of areas yeah. where you mu- yeah. you could more easily enter the undergress from Conflux. They should be marked on the map that you guys are currently. Uh... <laughs> viewing. I'm assuming they're marked with the caves. I think, yep, it's the cave one. Yep. The cave I, thing. I agree, though. Trying to get into Mercury <clears throat> Lanes seems like the priority. Um, and I should point out mm-hmm. um, that may be difficult for me. Uh, yeah. I don't dream. Yeah. Well, supposedly this woman sells dreams, so maybe there's a loophole. Is does everyone yeah, who I goes this idea? Yeah, absolutely. This is that's where. Yeah, Jack, being yes. a medical professional, do I know if there are like some level of tests or common way of knowing whether or not someone can enter Merc Dreamer? Or I, who I might pref- refer someone to if they wanted to go there and wanted to test whether or not they'd be able to. Um, give me a history check. Yeah, I was wondering if like you, everyone who goes in has to be able to dream, or if like you have a guide. Well, fuck you, Misha. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. 11. With an 11, the one thing that you know is that if you haven't been to Merc Dreamer Lanes, you can't find it unless you dream about it. That seems to be pretty much the hard and fast standard for access to the ward. So having somebody who sells dreams sounds like that's the easiest way to make it happen. Well, it is a place that can be accessed. It is possible if we are going to a dream broker that they may be able to determine whether or not it's possible to sell you a dream. Yes, no, that, Um, absolutely. So I imagine it's not but, like potentially challenging. It's, it's you know that, well. Go ahead. It, it's not like the place doesn't exist if you haven't dreamt of it. It's just that you can't find it if you haven't dreamt of it. So if one of us is holding Korashana's hand while we're walking towards it, I feel like unless something really fucked up happens, we'd be able to drag Korashana in with us. You're not entire. You're not necessarily wrong. However, I feel like if it was that simple, though the rules would have broken down a long time ago. 
Yes, I suspect that's a service someone would sell. I mean, maybe, but oftentimes people don't think about the simple solution. They like to think the simple solution is impossible and so overcomplicate things into getting into making it only the complex solution works. Eden, we're living in a city where every now and then a bunch of warlocks get together to try and in a great game. I think cleverness is sort of the overriding principle of what goes on here. I'm just saying, don't discount the simple solution until you try it. It is conceivable. Right. Very curious how you managed to graduate university to any extent. Because quite often, because quite often the professors and other students would overthink a fairly simple problem and I would simply connect the dots. So... Also, Heaton attended. Bold of you to assume he graduated. <laughs> I didn't say that, Jack. I know. I'm just doing it because I'm clever sometimes. I was going to say out of character, Heaton attended. It's bold to say that he graduated by taking, by taking written tests. I feel like they were probably oral. I'm very good at oral exams. <laughs> that was what Major was implying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, with that conclusion so, more or less no. being agreed upon. So where do we go first? Uh, that would be Granny Cop. If, we, if we're all agreed that we want to go into Merc Chamber first, I say, just to confirm and see if anyone has sudden different changes and ideas and thoughts. Nope. Then, at tom uh, tomorrow, go see this Granny Cobwebs lady. Quick, we need to go to the Anna Gary house just to fuck Jack over. <laughs> <laughs> now, um... I can ask around uh, uh, while I'm working tonight. I'll see if I'll see if uh, I can find any information about this. What the fuck's his name again? Uh, Aragil Kamen. Can how does how do you fucking pronounce his name? He says, holding up the paper again. <laughs> how is it spelled? E R E G I L. Everybody should have access in O R. To a to the uh, assassination contract in your handouts. Aragil? Ah. Er Aragil Kaminor. Maybe. Pretty good. Arendelle Chamomile. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. Right. <laughs> the, the only way that I'm going to actually be able to pronounce that is just Aragil Kaminor. Yeah. Kaminor. Kamener. <laughs> Kamener. Kaminari. Oh my god. This is the highly entertaining content that all of our subscribers come to this channel for. Let's pick Absolutely. a name and for two hours mispronounce it. <laughs> to ourselves. Anyways, I can I I will see if and like it's a long shot, but I'll I'll poke around social circles, see what I can see if if I can find out anything about this name. Dancer's Court is where is Dancer's Court? Next to Stormways and Fell Heights. It's straight north from here. Yeah. Um, 
Jack, what's the purpose of Dancer's Court as a as a thing? Well, sorry, no, straight straight west. What's the what's the west. big thing about Dancer's Court? Uh, Dancer's Court is where you go to party, man. Yeah. You are well familiar with Dancer's yeah, Court. Yeah, I might go spend the evening in Dancer's Court. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's where you're going to go. Um, what did everybody else want to do? I wanted to talk to my swords. Okay. Well, we can do that real <laughs> quick. So, Diamond. Yes. You take your swords mm -hmm. and set them down. <laughs> Thaw is the one that you generally wield, but you've also been looking over and considering the capabilities of the Death Kissed Longsword, one of two that were acquired from an undead enemy that you helped, shall we say, put to rest earlier. Ara did all of that. Excuse me. Aurelia did all of that. The blade of the Death Kiss Longsword is blue and vaguely insubstantial, or at least to the observer. When you set them down next to each other, <clears throat> who do you address first and how? Uh, hey, Thaw, how's it going? Um, very good job uh, during the crypt thing. It was super awesome. Took care of a lot of things. So we have this other sword here. Would you be interested in maybe consuming it? Because I can use you. I can't use it. There's no verbal response, which is not terribly surprising. And then there's a single sharp sound. <clears throat> like when a frozen lake begins to fracture under the warmth of spring. And the crack is accompanied by a very strange phenomena because it's not frequent that when a sword breaks, as swords do, you know this, that the ensuing occurrence also is evident. But Thaw's blade the visual effect of it changes, but potentially more impressive is the fact that the Death Kiss Longsword suddenly liquefies. Not as metal or solids tend to, but it literally takes on a liquid aspect as it begins to bubble and then just dissipates 
into a liquid that very, very quickly evaporates and vanishes, leaving the surface dry. And thaw itself takes on a slightly wispy aspect around the edges. And you can see a faint mist rising from the blade edge that dissipates into the air around Thaw. The Death Kiss Longsword itself is gone. Oh, uh, uh, Diamond picks up Thaw. Does it feel different? The weight isn't terribly different, but you definitely get a sense that some of its aspects may have altered somewhat. She, she sends it away and she's like, all right, ready to, ready to go. Cool. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, I literally just thought of this like now, so um, sorry if I didn't give you uh, preface to prepare. Yeah. Um, but uh, Wooten kind of looks around at the room. Oh God, what will I, as a DM of a D and D game, do? I know, I know. Right? <laughs> I know. It's not. It's not like you guys ever do anything that surprises me in any campaign. Um, but uh, he sort of looks around at the rest of the group. I'm going to actually go have a conversation with a little man who knows a little bit about uh, shifting government situations. Napoleon? I'll see if... <laughs> Who's I that? I don't know. It just popped in my head. This world is weird. Anyway, and I walk out. I walk outside into the alleyway and just kind of pull out my compass and just kind of bring it uh, close and just whisper, Archibald Van Dorn. All right. And the needle spins a few times and then settles north. Start heading north. All right. While Wotan goes to head north this evening, there are those of you, I think, who wanted to talk to people who were a little closer to home. Yep. Aurelia's going to say, I'd like to go... Sorry, what? Go ahead, Aurelia. <laughs> Your camera's frozen. Okay. It's oh, yep. <laughs> it is? Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't know why. I mean, it's yeah. frozen in a good pose. This, you know, you're, okay. not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not frozen like with a finger in your nose. So there's that. Hey, it froze. There it goes. <laughs> it, it was frozen with a sort of inquisitive side eye. Like. Technology's interesting anyway, Aurelia. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Hayden, I, you're going to, to hmm? some parties and dancers court? Yep. Right? Yep. Will be. I'd like to come with. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, can I come with you? Yeah. Okay. Always good. Always good to have Are a Are you getting a coach or... I, I look down at my uh, at my half naked form. Or... I look down at my half naked form. No. Mhm. 
Okay. All right. You seem to be having some connection issues now, Mar. How are you going to get there? It's a long walk. <laughs> I, yeah, it's possible. Sorry. No, it's um, can you still hear me at least? Yeah, we, we still hear much. you. It just seems like it just seems like you're reacting to things like 30 seconds after they happen. Got it. But yeah. It's, something it's perhaps running that's head. taking up a lot of CPU because that will nope. also cause the video uh-huh. delays. Nope. Nothing. It's just the internet. It's been terrible the past two days. Well, um, it seems like you're better so, now. But uh, no, okay. uh, I was gonna take care of. Come okay. with me. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. I grab I All grab right. Aurelia by the collar and yank her outside as we go get a car. <laughs> 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 Have fun! Bye! Yeah, we're gonna be a little bit rearranged for a minute because Aaron had to relaunch their Zoom application. Ah. Yep. I, interestingly, Aaron came back in the same spot that they were in previously, so I don't have to rearrange Yay, anything. I can see Woo! people moving and hear them. Sorry, guys. Happens. Anyways, yes, I will. I will gladly take Aurelia with me. Okay. All right. I mean, you're not normally a party girl, but sure. No, I'm not. I have, I have, I've standards been to a couple of these, but I have not stayed long usually. Um, are we, so I wanted to, to, as we're in the, the, the carriage, uh, um, first, I guess, how much is a carriage going to cost us, Jack? Yeah. Um, heading to Dancer's Court from here? Yep. Yes. That's going to run you guys. And I want the most expensive carriage. Oh, oh, the most expensive carriage. Yes. But even remotely surprised. Even no, of course you're not. We have to make a scene right. when we enter. When I roll up, I want, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, for the two of you to Dancer's Court, that's going to cost... It's going to cost a bat. That's going to cost two gold. Done. Actually. Okay. Is that is that two gold each or two no. gold total? Collect for the two of you. I, th- okay. I throw I, two I, gold at the. No, I put one down. <laughs> okay. Anyway, however it happens, yes. we're not doing this. Uh, it, but that's how much it costs collectively. Yes. Right. We're in a carriage now. Okay. A comfy ride. Okay. And what's happening? Who's talking? What's going on? I assume it really is. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Awkward silence for slightly too long. All right. I'm just. I, I have a. I have a nail file out, and I'm using it to polish the jewelry on the end of my tail. This is. That's going to scratch it up. No, I'm using the buff edge. It's fine. Okay. All right. You, you can just use a cloth. Um. Anyway. Um. I wanted to. Because I. We've been working together for a little bit, so. Um. I wanted to explain the octopus. Okay. Is my sister. Okay. All right. So. That's why you don't eat her. 
No, decidedly not. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Cool. And I was wondering uh, if you, because you're very good at talking around to people and finding information. If you could help me find who may have been lurking around my apartment a month or so ago, or yeah, I don't know if they're still around the area, um, but at least a month or so ago in Candlespark. Okay, so I'm gonna need some more information. Yes. What happened? I woke up one morning. She had been staying with me in the apartment. Um, I was going to show her around. We were, we were doing stuff together. We were going to go like shopping later. Um, and one morning I woke up and went downstairs and she was on the steps. As an octopus. Yes. I panicked. Of course. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, started researching but I don't know what happened to her and I don't know why and I don't know who or how okay was she seeing anyone at the time Jack <laughs> can I just make this up or do you have sure. something already there okay um not anyone seriously was she seeing anyone casually Yes, I think a couple of people. We didn't talk about that that much. She lived in Shadow Shades at the time. Okay, she lived in Shadow Shades. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're staying with you in Candle Key, in uh, Candle Spark. Spark. Candle Spark. Yes. Candle Key is yep. something else. Uh, yep. She lived in Shadow Shades, was staying with you in Candle Spark, was seeing people mm-hmm. casually, but nobody serious. Mm-hmm. Was staying with you, you woke up one morning, she was an octopus. Anything weird happened the night before? No. It was normal. Everything was normal. Did she seem normal? Why was she staying with you? She was staying with me because she didn't want to be in the house at that point. It's it. I have a large family, uh-huh. and we do not always get along. Is your family in shadow shades? They were. They aren't anymore. Uh, okay. Okay, so she was staying with you because she wasn't getting along with the family. Why was she? Why wasn't she getting along with the family? It was. She just wanted to get out of the house. It was that my my uh, my dad uh, was is um, well. He what his shop was in in uh, Shadow Shades, and uh, I. She was staying. She and my brother were still living with him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, she she had no interest in in doing anything with that. I don't. Yeah, okay. we didn't talk about that a whole lot. A whole lot. I was just there and trying to be her sister at that point. So we didn't talk about it. And what, then, what about your brother? He's still he. He lives in uh, still with my with my dad uh, in my apartment now. Okay. Okay. Did they get along? 
They, well, he works for him. No, 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 no. Your brother and your sister. Oh, yeah. No, they're fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. What makes you think someone was hanging around? I don't know. I'm just assuming that's, that's maybe something happened. I don't know. I don't know why any of this happened. So I'm trying to find answers. Um, Jack. And my illustrious and historic studying at the school that I went to um, with my slightly above average intelligence. Uh, did I ever... Does Conflux seem like the place where odd magical effects just happen? Or is it more these things have to be made to happen? It depends where in, 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 you're hanging yeah, out. In, in general, like in, in, in a general sense. But in a general sense, no. So it's it's much more, much more a random shit. Random magic doesn't just happen. It has to. There there is typically a reason. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's also regionally yeah significant, and it yeah. What about Candlespark? Candlespark is not one of the places where you would expect that thing to happen more. Okay. Mm -hmm. The places where you'd expect that sort of thing to happen, as far as you're aware, are Trick Towns and 13 Clouds. Okay. Not Mercury Lanes. And I feel like Mercury Lanes is magically significant, but that magic isn't random. Hmm. So, magic doesn't just happen in Conflux. Yes. I mean, it does, but it... That's a complex statement. Um, so yeah, there probably was something to do with something, obviously, that caused this. Mm-hmm. Jack, does do octopus signi- are octopus significant anywhere in the city? Like, is there any place in the city you would go where there is, say, a statue of an octopus somewhere? Not frequently. I mean, pe- for people also don't frequently turn into octopuses, so no. <laughs> I mean, Wait, that's kind of just teleporting off to a statue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's a mimic that will probably occasionally turn into an octopus statue. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like, is there any place where not necessarily again, not not that there is a statue, but like where octopus or aquatic entities are particularly significant? Like, if this was a normal city, I would expect that to be like on the docks where there are where there would be temples to whatever god rules over the ocean. Like, mm-hmm. is there a place like that in Conflux? No. No. Because, mm-hmm. um, as you're aware, mm-hmm. um, 
from a conflux standard of things, literally nobody here has ever even heard of an ocean. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, that's why I'm curious if there's a place where that would, that, I imagine that would stand out thus if there was a. Right, yeah. I mean, like the most watery places tend to be A, obviously, close to the water. Yeah. Right. Um, but if you're talking about districts, Stormways is the most, I suppose, watery district. I can ask around and see if there's been any other sort of that kind of phenomenon that people have noted, like people randomly turning into animals or creatures mm-hmm. and then not being able to turn back. Um, there's not really any place in the city where an octopus would be significant, like symbolically. So No, yes, I, I can't, am aware. I, I can't did do research. That. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just... I'm theorizing off the top of my head. Okay. Um, and as things proceed, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that that is really mm-hmm. kind of where stuff would be affiliated. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 basically just thinking of where I would even begin to ask about this kind of thing. Yep. There there will be places that you could. Yeah. Okay. But yes, Aurelia, I will help you. I will put my Thank you. extensive reserve of knowing people and being able to get information out of them to your endeavor. All right. Who else needed to talk to people? Besides Wotan. I was gonna... Mm-hmm. Um... So probably sometime after Veen and really have left, um, I'm going to try and pull Cora aside. Um, just somewhere relatively <laughs> private in the house. Okay. So there's something I've been hoping to ask you about. Yes. You are particularly, you've talked about your personal motivations and ultimately achieving them is achieving our ends in the game. Correct. That, to some extent, makes you a bit more impartial. Your personal... Everyone else has personal motivations that are a bit more tangential. Um, We have not really been making progress towards the objective. We're hunting down weapons that may be useful. We're doing jobs that may amount to information that may amount to something in our end goal. But we also don't have a particularly clear focus on how we will change the regime of an entire city with complex structures. 
Jeremy, are you muted? No, I just said, can I not be heard? You were heard. We can, we you can said it really it. softly and your mic didn't pick it up because it's a little okay. far away from your mouth. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> You're not wrong. I don't feel this is really possible to bring up in group discussion, but I think that determining what our end goal is, how we will bring about the change, or at least what sort of structure we're ultimately aiming for, could far expert make faster. <laughs> Fuck my mouth. Oh, whatever. Moving on. Um, could make much more expedient our ability to um, work to actually accomplish our goal, given we are actively competing for time. We need to do this first. All right. Perhaps I should be a bit more direct. That might help. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not certain quite what you're, you you you've made several statements, and and some of them are absolutely related to each other, and then others I'm not quite understanding how they're connected, and I be, I, I feel like you're driving towards a point. Given that your personal objective is our group objective and that ultimately we need to change the regime of Conflex's government, mm -hmm. overthrow the current regime, what do you think we should replace it with? They legitimately stop as if they have not considered, not that they aren't, not that they are confused by, oh, we have to. Like, it's something that they're very clearly aware mm -hmm. of, and they have specifically not chosen to think about it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I will be honest. Um, uh, I do feel like I need to correct on one thing. Uh, well, I mean, my motivation is 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 not. My goals are not toward my patron. So that definitely separates me. In comparison, that makes my motivations my own. But the end, the the end motivation of of what we're trying to accomplish is essentially just one step in in that. So I do still have. I do still have sort of a personal motivation that in some ways different, d differentiates from, from everyone else's. 
Um, I don't want. Uh, I don't want a um, a some point of. I guess belief that everything is like uh, it's completely altruistic, and I don't have goals of my own when I truly do. That wouldn't That's be. I'm trying to be transparent. Um, as far as what what happens after this, I don't know. I haven't thought about it because while I am fighting, you know, I, I am trying to ensure the survival of 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 let's just call it my family line. I'm not entirely certain that I expect to survive myself. No matter how successful we might be, I would still be going up against a greater demon. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm audacious, I'm not deluded. Reasonable. Um... If it were, uh, since I don't truly expect to be here after, I haven't, I haven't considered that it would be fair for me to decide what, or to, 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 to try and push a mindset of what will be here at that point. To my view, it ultimately doesn't matter what we pick so much as it matters that we do pick. Uh, mm -hmm. Because our goal is not just to topple the regime, it is to ensure there's something installed in its place. And if we destabilize or even topple the regime without a clear method for immediately capitalizing, a different group will win. Okay. Which would be bad for your personal motivations, and I imagine. To everybody. And everyone. It would be bad for everybody, yes. Um... And I, whether or not I survive this, also don't think I will be here much longer. I have lived a long time. The time I have had on this, uh, uh, in this life has been spent studying arcane scraps of knowledge here and there. Viable governmental methods. Well, certainly arcane to many. Was not among them. Um, so I could offer an incredibly <clears throat> opinion of some sort of, um, uh, uh, based on scholarship or, uh, 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 
I mean, not theocracy, that would just be bad. But um, scholarship or, 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 or representation or something like that. But I have no idea how any of that would, 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 would be functional. Yes, that's, that's my job. Uh, I have to attain my position and just given my age I am reasonably well educated on the inner workings of at least the parts of government that I have to interact with mm-hmm. I'll put it this way we have a child a pirate a thief a stripper and an archaeologist and you none of us should be trusted with this decision we still have to make it if we were are going to get absolutely and 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 we certainly will and it will probably be replaced very soon after when an uprising happens absolutely the goal is simply to change the regime, not to ensure it never changes again. Meritocracy it is. That was Whoa. a joke. I oh. mean, it could work. It's the best idea I have, but it is also objectively a joke. I don't know if it's funny. It's... I came to you because I suspect that you're the person most likely to go for what is feasible over what is ideologically pleasant. True. That would require me doing some research on what might be feasible. And I can certainly look into that. Sorry, I made this character. When I made this character, I decided they were going to be sort of naive about all things not arcane. And that is why this is happening. <laughs> Characters don't know that. Um, so, but I can certainly look into it. Um, and I agree. It is something that we do need to move on. So we need to not be distracted. That said, I feel like I have to be distracted by the search for the relic from my reasonable siblings too. Well, think about it, or would you prefer for me to try and pass this decision on to someone else? You don't have to make this. You were just the first person I thought to approach. I'm curious who your second person is. Aurelia. Hear me out. Okay. Aurelia's area of focus is the one that might give us the clearest picture of previous regimes. None of us have long enough lived to recall even a the shifts that have happened within the current regime. And, but there is some level of 
past or other Terry governments, and Aurelia is the one who has the clearest picture of what that might be, excluding your uh, familial origins, whatever picture they might give you. Mm-hmm. Um, and her personal objectives are not necessarily against the existence of a state. Third would be either Heden or Wotan, who have the strongest opinions and would definitely make a choice. I'll see what I can find. Is that straight-faced? <laughs> can I'm I do an insight check? Or... <laughs> Absolutely you can. Sorry, Jeremy. No, you're good. Uh... Nineteen. So, yeah. Obviously, you decide what that means. I mean, I don't know what that means. What are you looking for? Is that an honest, I will try, or just a, I'm going to delay, or a way to end the conversation? No, no. That's a, okay. that, is, that is a, oh, yeah, those would be the options. Okay, I can't fuck it up worse than they would. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, you know, in much, much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even in internal thoughts and body language. To themselves, it's posed in a much more tactful way. Fair enough. But there's definitely the running down the options list. Wait, who was left out? Who would that, what would that look like? Right. I would note that while ideologically appealing, something like a representative system, we currently have a representative system, a system that requires public mobilization and organization is logistically difficult given Conflux's structure. But I will not try and sway your choice. I'll just leave. Fair enough. Point taken. (laughs) Jack is making faces. (laughs) Silas! Silence your phone, William. That is the appropriate government and vampireocracy. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, hey, any any government where I get to sit around and have somebody lick my neck for all day, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, to be that fair, that definitely is one way to change a government. You massacre some Dorolos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's how it would work in my that's hierarchy. That's a regime change. <laughs> yeah, I, I then wander off. All right. So, conversations have been had with swords. Conversations have been had about 
family issues regarding sisters. Conversations have been had about who might be best doing right who might be best suited and what the fuck are we doing and a conversation is about to be had with a gnome someone who specializes in politics all right so given that Woten is currently the if you know somebody's name he's the best person to find them because mechanics Woten, you eventually find yourself at the front door of a house in Dawnbreeze. Uh, Looking around, what does this house look like? Is it just like a small cottage on the side of the road, or is it like this place is condemned, or...? It's a residential area. It's not condemned. It's a little out of the way. And the the building itself seems to be filled with a rather pleasant atmosphere. Is it is it like um like a multiple like an apartment building or is it one person's house? No, this is a residence. Okay. I will knock on the door. Okay. When you do the door is almost immediately answered by Van Dorn himself. Ah, Mr. Van Dorn. Warlock's notwithstanding, this is very surprising incident. Well, Perhaps you'd like to invite me inside. I believe I've got some information that you're going to love to hear. He glances side to side, kind of ensuring himself that they're, you're alone and there aren't others about. At eight, Saltsbury. Come on, come on. Step inside very quickly and close the door. Oh, he, he takes care of that. Yeah. And... And not entirely what you were expecting, probably, but it is literally, he is the only one home, as far as you can tell. No bodyguards. Not at the moment. Mm. Well, don't worry, I'm not here to kill you, so there's that. I mean, as things stand, it seemed that... hmm. That was either your intent or things were going to be over with otherwise very quickly. So what can I do for you? I'm here to enlighten you about what's likely going to be going on in the next little while and to ask for your assistance in settling the great game. Great. The objective of this game the cycles shifting, as we say, 
as it has been expressed to us, is one that you're quite familiar with. We've been given the task of overthrowing the the extant government and installing a new one. Apparently the powers that be have grown tired of the political machinations of the upper class and their current impact on the plane. Very well. And what I'd like from you, because I'll be honest, our compact is not... I'm the closest in this compact who has ever been a leader, and I've only been captain of a crew. Reasonable. So I'd like your assistance on the process of overthrowing government and installing one in its place, because that was very important, was making sure something took up after it. And swiftly, we are, we are in a race after all. Look, lad, there's overthrowing a government. That's one thing. There's putting something in its place, but that is something completely different. No. The part that I've spent most of the time on is trying to figure out what is going to be the best thing for the the general population to be established in its place. I've got good ideas in my own mind on what might make things best for the population as a whole. So, is that what you're interested in? Do you want to have a good government or do you want to have a different government? Well, the demands of the game are a different one. But I think... It'd be best suited if it was one that maintained the freedom of the people that live here. (laughs) There's no such thing as freedom, lad. Oh, there's always the open water. (laughs) He narrows his eyes like he's looking at, like, like he would very much like to know where it is you get these ideas and what you think is going to be the outset. All right. So, say we have See, we have a new setup. We go through all the conflicts, all the horror, all the blood that's going to be shed. And you want to know what my consideration is determining what needs to be done, right? That's correct. If I had my way, if I had everything in place, I'd do away with 
hereditary lifetime or lifetime appointment. I don't like the idea. No, I like the idea of getting rid of corruption, getting rid of abuse of power. I like the idea of accountability. And I don't want people in power who aren't going to be held responsible. So find building blocks. It's a base to build something off of, at the very least. Huh. How do you suppose those systems would be established in your ideal world? I put it to you this. Firstly, the citizens of conflicts understand their own lives better than any single political appointee, and so they need to have a say. Second, conditions and situations facing each ward necessitate different governments for each ward and that each district might be better conserved, act, served, I should say, acting, a member, acting as a member of a confederation of semi-independent entities rather than having a single body overseeing the governments of the entire city. We don't have one Geographically, uh, geographically, we have one city. Philosophically, we might have one city, but there's a lot of different parts. You might suggest a union of states, then. As it were. A United States, as it were. <laughs> Fuck it, you're not here, and I don't no, like that. that's <laughs> what the U.S. is. I will fight you over the internet. I never said that's what the U.S. was. All right. So, sure. After the dust settles, I have no idea what's going to go out, what's going to be left in its place. And that honestly is the thing that terrifies me the most. But when it comes down to it, what I want, as something that is not going to result in the complete extinction and destruction of life itself. You'd like the world to keep existing after we've overthrown this government, and I agree with you. When I want a job done, I like it to be done right. I don't want to win the game. I want to win the game well, and I want to win the game and leave a lasting impression. And I think we're in agreement on that.
So, can I have the honor of saying that one Archibald Van Dorn would be the one of the main political allies of the Hawkshead Compact. Make me a persuasion check. Can I expend a spell slot for Wotan's read? Yeah. Actually, no, I don't need to. I still have Burkane in it. It's up for 24 hours. Okay. So I will go ahead. Yeah, Curse persuasion check of my choosing. So I'll gain advantage on that. Okay. This is what Burkanan is for. Uh-huh. 16. 16. Okay. Also, I have an inspiration. I would like to add to that. Uh, what's the inspiration die? Uh, D8. Slash roll 1D8. 19. 19. Okay. At eight, Captain Salt Splay. Hmm. You have you have my support. It's good to have it. Well, I'm certain that a group as willful and charismatic as ours could certainly do the job. I think it takes a mind that's a bit more learned and research to make sure it's the right job. How the fuck did you find me up here? He pulls out his compass and flips it up. <laughs> I can find anyone I need to, given a day. Fair enough. I suppose then. We have an agreement. Whatever offer it is, whatever objective it is, whatever it is that comes down to the ultimate success of overthrowing our current government, I will give whatever information, resource, and philosophy I can provide to your hawk's head. Well, you know where to find us. Hmm. I think you're going to be the better one at finding things than anyone, but yes. I'll wait to hear from you. That's that's indeed true. I've got a few things to do that might have need of my abilities, but I look forward to our partnership. He holds out a hand. Shakes it. But on the other I've got some thinking to do. I've got a few conversations to have. Have a good evening, Mr. Van Dorn. You as well, Captain. He turns and heads back to the Oxhead. All right. 
So with conversations having been had, hopefully some decisions and ideas arrived at, and a few more things settled. That's where we're going to take a break for a little bit. We'll be back in a few moments and see where the compact is going next. Onto the break screen. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. So with conversations being had, the details of the great game and its objective being considered and thought over by the various members of the compact with their own inclinations and directives that direction. That was repetitive. Anyway, eventually, about two or three days pass, Heden spends some time partying and apparently tries to convince Aurelia to come out partying. Yes. I need to make I need to make ammunition. It's Nope, nope, you're coming out with me. Nope. You and I are going to a party. We are gonna let your hair down and we are gonna have a great time and get fucked up. <laughs> As I make a deception check with advantage against an insight check from you. <laughs> make an insight check, Aurelia. Uh, I'm great at insight checks every single time. No! <laughs> Shut down! I like that the natural 20 was only one higher than my deception Oh my god. I fail! No! <laughs> and Heaton goes out stag. Oh, oh my. Whatever oh, will I do with all these? That felt great. <laughs> no, Aurelia, for as many times as you need to make bullets, yes. you spend five gold and okay. you make a tinkering check with proficiency and intelligence. Okay, tinkering check. All right, let's see. Um, I'm going to try and gold? make as many as I can because. Uh, How much gold I've do you have? 17, so I can okay, make Okay, you can try three times. All right. 15. 15. 10. Oh, 10. God. 17. 17. All right. So you make eight, five, and nine. 17, 27. Okay. No. 22. 22. 22. You have 22 rounds. I have 23 bullets now. You have 23 rounds. You can All right. kill 23 people real good. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, I, well, and 20, 23 cats. Uh, and, <laughs> no, 23 cats. Jack, for however many days that that are passing, I am working and also trying to find more information about now two things. Uh, the dude that's in the assassination contract and also anybody who has had... Ex I'm trying to find any stories that I can about people turning into animals. Very few and far between, only regarding the great game as far as the uh, the people turning into animals goes. The uh, For the gentleman who is the target of the assassination contract, uh, go ahead and roll me a history check. You can have advantage on this one since you're taking time and talking to lots of people. 19. 19. You determine that Aragil Kaminor is an elf. He is a clerk, scribe, and record keeper. He works for the Revenues Committee. Um, he is basically a upper-tier manager of whatever Conflux's version of the IRS is. Hmm. Okay. Um, he's not a member of the council. He's not a member of nobility or the aristocracy. 
Um, he's just a guy who works with the money and is moderately to marginally highly ranked. He's a highly, he's a well-respected accountant. Pretty much. For the government. Um, do I get any sense as to why people wouldn't want him dead? He doesn't strike you as a particularly notable character in terms of wanting somebody as a as a target of assassination. That assassination is a word. Um, his he has access. He seems like the sort of guy that you'd be more inclined to try and co-opt or turn yeah. rather than just kill outright. Yeah. Um. And then, regarding the people turning into animals, only in the great game is that typically like a result yeah, of the great game or an instigator of the great game. Um, usually, as a result, like high lo- like strong warlocks can turn into things sometimes, and apparently. can turn people into things. Assumedly, maybe okay. not much. Not much on them turning other people into things. So, find maybe nothing really. No, no clues to the phenomenon of Aurelia's sister is now a. It's 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 really kind of weird. Like, I mean, unless there were other warlocks around a month ago, but you know, most of what you've heard about the great game is that everybody sort of kicks it off at the same time. Which, given that it's a game, it sounds like you know, starting everybody starting the game at the same time seems like pretty much standard rules. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that that a month before the great game actually started, there would be a powerful enough warlock just kicking around to randomly turn somebody into an octopus. So, I mean, it wasn't like even like Constance would have been that much of a target for turning into an octopus. So, you know? my assumption at that point would be, and I would share this with Aurelia, that Constance being turned into an octopus would have more to do with the great game starting than with somebody else wanting to turn Aurelia into an octopus. So I would assume that it has something to do with your patron and not an external force. Nah. (laughs) Uh, There are two things relevant to Wotan. Okay. Um, First... Obviously, there's probably a conversation that needs to happen when Wotan returns about his meeting with Archibald. Okay. Um, second is, over the course of however many days we have, uh, while he's scouting out, he's also going to be looking for more of those convergences of energies that his patron told him about in his, their last meeting. Sounds good. Uh, go ahead and make me a survival check on that second one, then. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. I will add that to the list and let you know what you eventually find as the days progress. Okay. Okay. Uh, But yes, there are people to talk to once you get back from Van Dorn's. Uh, Who all is around by the time that Wotan returns? Presumably not Heden or Aurelia. I was going to say, not Heden or Aurelia. Who who would be at Hawkshead House that evening for the rest of the night? Mm -hmm. Diamond will stick around. Cora, Cole, Diamond. And Major. So everyone else. Cool. Oh, as Wotan returns, he sort of opens the door and looks around. All right, I got a bit of news for everyone. 
Sorry. Hello, Walton. Hi, right, hello. Uh, I just got back from a conversation with Professor Van Dorn, uh, as I had mentioned before I left. And seeking a bit of his counsel and a bit of his advice, and I've also managed to, at the very least, procure his preference for our group and potential assistance if we need it, and should we ask it of him. I believe he can be a potentially useful political ally in a number of different ways. Okay. And above all else, he at least has an amount of background in government and the changing thereof, and would be able to help us shape what we want to do after we've taken this government down. Which, by the way, what do we want to do when we take this government down? He's planted some ideas in my mind that are forming, but I'm curious what the rest of you think. I'm researching. My view is that if we have any chance at winning the game, as we bring the government down, we need to have in place a stable or at least specific enough replacement. So we need, we, need, we need to start building a replacement as we're in the process of building the destruction. I definitely agree with that. And one that is actually prepared for the task. Yes. Mm. I have mentioned to you in the past my concerns about Van Dorn, or...? I think you mentioned it briefly. Not very in-depth, but... It's such a public voice against the establishment. Is... Especially given how public he is with such things as the lectures and what happened at his most recent lecture has led me to have some concern that of his volition or simply as a result of his actions there is a level of just untrustworthiness to that that Maja seems to consider for a while sometimes the one whatever they believe the one who showboats ends up drawing more danger than they do benefit it's definitely that's definitely true in many cases although I think having him as an ally can potentially do us more good than harm simply because if nothing else he can be a valuable scapegoat although I think perhaps his knowledge might be useful in more ways than just that if he is not actively working with is the forces is that he claims to dislike. That is certainly possible. This is also fair, and something that would likely be worth keeping an eye out on, but eventually we're going to start butting heads, uh, and having someone as publicly noteworthy as that can help create 
a sense of camaraderie among common populace, which makes it easier to get them to follow us. Perhaps, so long as he does not disagree with our method, which I have a suspicion he will, because we need to prize expediency if we don't want someone else to swoop in first. There's certainly something to be said for speed, but I also... Forgive me, but I do want to see this done right as well. I think if we're going to do this, there needs to be a conflux for people to live on after we're done. Especially because I intend to live a long time. I mean, it is certainly something... Sorry. It is certainly something that... that, that we can discuss as a group once everybody gets back. As as far as potential structures, does anyone have an idea of what they'd like to see in a new government? Van Dorn made a solid point that it might potentially be easier for groups that are already more concerned with their own lives to govern themselves, that they can be given the position and organization to do that. It might be easier to take established boundary lines and make them official lines. I don't know that that benefits your long-lived thing, but that's certainly an easy thing to do. Hmm. Consider that the more boundaries are official, the more people feel themselves connected to their faction more than the whole, the more chance there is for violence or war between whatever factions are established. That's a valid concern, and I think that would best... That's a valid concern, and I think that would be something that would be best solved by making sure that the representatives that form this union of districts, shall we say, are on good terms and are able to help keep that peace, which might not, which might make it difficult in the longer term, but I think with proper structures in place that can be put in place after the establishment, which it can last longer, which means that we can still win the game by establishing a new government and still make it last after the game is over by doing more. At least I would be wanting to do more. I don't know about the rest of you or your particular goals. As I said, I'm- You're muted, Jack. Sorry. Jeremy, go ahead. As I said, I'm still researching options. Mm. But as the evening draws to a close, everybody eventually finds a place to rest, whether here or at some party house somewhere. And the next day, you all prepare, having concluded whatever intervening business you had, to make your expedition to Trick Mountains. Hidden uh, over the course of your couple days' work, you earned three gold. 
Not, is also working. Not a okay. lot, but consistent. Yep. I, I wanted to do something else over those couple days. Which was? Uh, I actually wanted to go out and find the other pickpockets um, mm-hmm. uh, and start recruiting them uh, for, say, uh, a silver. Yeah, silver uh, for information if they would um, hang out and spy on uh, Reginald and the other dude, um, or not Reginald, Reinald, Cledwin, and okay. I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy up at the Raver Queen Temple? No, Aragil and... Oh, and Aragil? And, okay. and, and that guy. Okay, uh, give me a persuasion roll then. Okay. Uh, Major, you earn three gold as well. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you are able to get. And then uh... you're able to get uh, for a silver. You get one guy to go up and try and investigate Cledwin. You get another one to watch out for the uh, the assassination target. Nobody seems inclined to run all their ass all the way yeah, up to yeah to Cryptward, but you're able to get the other two. Okay. As Cole begins to artful dodger his way through conflux. Yep, pretty much. I'm going to build myself a spy network. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, I'll have him meet me. Uh, I'll think of a place later. Okay. Where we can get the information. Yeah. But I'm never going to meet them as myself. Okay. I'm going to be a mask of many faces uh, cool, cool. and talk to them. All right. Sounds good. So we will detail that uh, yeah. stuff as that begins to bear fruit. But all of you together make your way on that following morning up to Trick Towns. Uh, so it is the 25th of Syrix by the Conflux calendar currently. And that morning, you guys make your way, I assume probably taking the Wavecrest, up, docking uh, either in Stormways or in Fell Heights, and then making your way along the roads into Drick Towns. Uh, speaking of the Wavecrest, any results from that survival track? Uh, that is, there's going. There are going to be a series of those, and then okay. based on the results of all of them, then I'll let you know what what sort of uh, information you're able to learn. Cool, cool, cool. Entering Trick Towns is subtle at first. There are no particular gates or guardsmen that block entry or cause the usual ward border jams. The first thing all of you notice actually is a large sign stating, "Welcome to Trick Towns. It's too late to watch your step." Everybody roll me a d20. Uh, Just a flat d20? Just a Uh, flat d20. Natural 20. (laughs) I explode into glitter. 12. (laughs) 10. So Wooten, as you see this sign, an earthy sort of stench (laughs) just kind of ripples across you and you glance down. You apparently stepped in a pile of horse shit, but like five paces back, and it didn't actually register on your boot until just now when you saw the sign. Meanwhile, Maja and um, and Diamond, 
Both of you suddenly realize that you are wet to the mid shin. And you look down, you are standing in a puddle that literally was not there three seconds ago. Are both of us shin deep or is it? <laughs> yeah, apparently you stepped in it with enough force that it splashed halfway up your leg. Okay. Oh, and now shite. you're just standing there. Well, oh, shite to that, Odin says, and he just kind of prestigitations it away. <laughs> I look over, look down, watch your step. So I noticed. Uh, speaking of, right uh, anyone in particular uh, wanting to do the brunt of the talking when it comes to making deals with our old lady friend? Not you, Major. Obviously, not you're, you're not the old lady I'm speaking to. I'm sorry. <laughs> As Wilton removes his foot oh, from his mouth. Uh, wipe that boot before you put that there. Yeah. Uh, I have magic. I love talking to all manner of people. Could have stopped that a little bit sooner. But <laughs> yes, that is true. Do you want to be our bargain? Did that work? A little bit, actually, yes. Okay. I appreciated it. Uh, do you, do you am, want to be... I have been cut to the quick, but yes, I will, I will, I will. Unless anyone has a burning desire to uh, for otherwise, I will be happy to lead conversation. Yes. Are we all? Are we all perfectly Never fine? That they may want actual currency. Yes. Yes. Are we all fine with Heaton being the bargainer in this aspect? Sure. Hearing all right. objections. All right. Well, hold have, still. Good. And if you have any other burning desires, please report to Major. Hold, hold still for a minute, Heaton. And I will trace Burkanen <laughs> on him. Right here. Wiggle your fingers when you get there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically tracing a bee on your torso yep. for 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. You know, this isn't the weirdest thing that's happened to me. The other night I was with a minotaur, and let me tell you, muscles. How in the fuck is um uh, uh Jack Harkness not your playboy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for noticing. Like, for real. Like, I understand we haven't found any pictures of him in red paint yet. Blue. I'm sure Blue. it's out there. Blue skin. Thank you very much. All right. Blue. Blue. So Keaton, Keaton is taking the lead on the jibber jabber. Who is taking the lead on navigation in this quarter? Uh, I pull out my compass. Would you like me to find the straightest path? Yes. Actually, no. Oh. Can you find the gayest path? Uh, I appreciate the pun. Uh, what was the name of the person we're looking for? Many cobwebs. Actually, I have a secondary question. Uh-huh. Uh, for the DM and for the group. Uh, do I think that I could use my compass to find Merc Dreamer Lanes? <laughs> by looking for someone in Merc Dreamer Lanes. How does, how does your... How does your compass work? Yeah, how does your compass work? <laughs> I say the name of someone I'm looking for, and it points in their direction. I have a sneaking suspicion like, that any time you would find them, they would not be in Mark Rimmer Lane. I mean, if we're trying to find the person we're going to kill. know where Merc Dreamer is. It is actually on the map. Yeah. Or you it's guys on have the map seen maps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys have seen maps of Conflux. You know no, where it is. supposed to be. You it's know where it's supposed to be. challenging to actually find. Also, uh, Wotan, 
the individual's name that you mention has to be known to you. You have never met Granny Cobwebs before. You don't know ah, who or what she is. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So actually, never mind. Never mind then. Yeah, I do have to know the person I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one using the compass. Uh, yes, it is. It is my gift for my patron. Shit. Well, we do have an alternate route, and Major will indicate to the two familiars that uh, Cole has, and we could simply send reconnaissance in directions and hope that we're able to hear or gain some knowledge that way. What do you think? Of, what do you think the odds are that Granny Cobwebs runs a shop? Yeah. 50-50. I mean, you can ask people. There's plenty of people around. Fair to middling. Ush, we're trying to do this the hard way, Jack. That's fair. Remember what I said the other day about everyone overcomplicating? Also, Mara, we could not hear whatever it is you just said. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes. 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 Yep. Okay. Vaguely. Uh, yeah, I was saying we could just ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shall we? Shall we ask then? Yes. Everyone. Pick a direction, walk and ask. Let's go. <laughs> just every, anybody who's asking around, roll me just a flat charisma check. And yes, Diamond has bubbles with her. Yes. Six. I've been thinking, Diamond, that we should maybe like- 14. 22. <laughs> yes, Aurelia? Yeah. We could give him like a, a hat. Slightly less conspicuous. Just pretend he's a very short cousin or something. The <laughs> 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 like best. A little, a little cloak over him, tie it. Just like this is my brother. Would he not eat through it? The hat will dissolve. Have to. He hasn't eaten. There are. Yeah, but when, when are we not certain that when he gets hungry, he will decide the hat is his next meal? But there are acid-resistant materials. Can, like, we can easily um, get more hats. Yeah. Just now, I'm just picturing Diamond with like a hat rack. Just every time the hat gets eaten, puts another one on bubbles. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, Diamond asking around a bit. You find that someone does know who Granny Cobwebs is, or rather, they've heard of her and they know that she drives a purple and sky blue wagon. That's as much information as as you're able to get. Granny Cobb's webs is a is a pimp. For Ashana, <laughs> you hear that? Oh yeah, no, you you'd probably want to try down by some of the larger taverns. Um, she drinks a lot of dark liquor, like a lot. <laughs> so you can usually find her there. If she's not working, she's drinking. Okay, Heaton, you are able to actually get a location. Apparently, Granny spends most of her time down by the Crossroads Quarter, which is further in the district. If you had said river. Because this that. is Trick Towns, mm -hmm. can I insight check the person I get this information from to see how full of shit they are? Go for it. That's a good idea. <laughs> it's a five. I believe them entirely. I do believe them entirely. Okay, Crossroads Quarter. Thank you, good citizen. Thank you, good citizen. I trust you implicitly. <laughs> So who is leading the navigation? Do I get nothing on a 14? Uh, no, not on a 14. Okay. I, I think All right, guys, guys, so 
I found this very trustworthy person who told me that uh, Lady Cobwebs likes to hang around Crossroads Quarter, which is further in. All right. Anyone else get anything useful? Drives a purple car. Uh, That stopped at a... Contrary to what I heard. What did you hear, Korshana? That, that, That she will be drinking... I mean, you could be drinking next to Crossroads Quarter, I guess, couldn't you? Inside a drinking establishment. Near Crossroads Quarter, potentially. So we're looking for a we're looking for a drinking establishment near Crossroads Quarter, and a sky blue Very wagon. Ostentatious carts nearby. Uh, sky, sky blue, sky blue, and what was the second color? Purple. Yeah. Purple. Anything else? Cool. Look for the purple. No, I stopped at a at a, a snack wagon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just look for the purple and sky blue wagon that I can, has the nos under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I can get uh, us there. I can get us to the crossroads quarter pretty fast, though. Cole, right. Cole, Cole you found a uh, a uh, a street vendor, a food vendor with a street cart. Yep. Um, it's a it's a dragonborn. He's selling he's selling twisted uh, pastries that are heavily spiced. Uh, oh, his no. establishment is called Rage Against the Oven. <laughs> and, not, and bad, I, not bad. I bought two, and only one made it back when we reconvened. You know, right. the, you know, halfway through the second. Every once in a while, I know. I mean, you know, cart cart tr- uh, food carts are great all over the place. But I mean, the best ones are the best ones are up in uh, are up in um, in uh, fuck name. The best ones are up in Fell Heights, though. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's make our way there, and then we, if we need to, we can do further reconnaissance with familiars. Sound good? Let's yep. go this way. I know a shortcut. All right, so Cole, you're leading the way. You can roll either survival or insight. You are at disadvantage, because it's fucking trick town. All right, even with my uh, oh, yeah. background feature? All right. Probably the only reason that you're able to do the check in the first place. Uh, survival because my insight is not as good. Hey, seventeen. Seventeen. All right. Yeah. Take your ad. So you start guiding them further in. You walk for about ten minutes and then you glance back and you notice that several of the members of your group are missing. Diamond's not with you. Korashana's not with you, and Heden's not with you. Oh boy. Oh no. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Where did they go? I gotta tie a rope around you fuckers. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, hold hands. Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, I'll daisy train us back to the... <laughs> yeah, back to look for them. Okay. So, five, so you turn back and you walk, and you walk and you walk, and you can't find them. You don't think anybody made a turn off. So you turn back and head back the way you were going, back towards the crossroads quarter again. Okay. After about 10 minutes of walking, Diamond, Koroshana, and Heden, you meet them coming the opposite direction. As far as both parts, parties are concerned, you've been headed the same direction the, other, the entire time. 
just three of you are now separated and walking back and you kind of just bang into each other. Oh, there you guys are. We've been hey. looking for you for like five minutes. Hey. God. Everyone hold hands. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we were daisy chaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cole, as you're leading again, roll the other check now. So insight at disadvantage. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Uh, where is it? Insight. Six. Yeah. Six. My God, man. I mean, that's... You pass a grimy tiefling in a ragged frock coat and a tattered tricorn just kind of leaning up against a wall, spinning a knife from hand to hand, just kind of leaning there. He looks at you as you walk past. Three minutes later, you pass him again. Three minutes later, you pass him again. You've been following the same road, but it seems to have looped back on itself somehow. All of the buildings around you are changing. You're obviously making progress, but there's this one brick building with this tiefling leaning up against it, just playing with a knife. I look at him as we pass. How many times do people normally pass you? What are you talking about? We've passed you like four times. Well, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. No, I'm just more curious, like how many times do you, how many people do you see walking this same route over and over again? Yeah, about as many people as walk the other way. Yeah. How many is that? More than my toes and less than my teeth. You know how to get to granite cobwebs from here? <laughs> yeah, you want to take a left down to the fork. Is he fucking with me? Insight check. Insight check. Insight, insight check. <laughs> String 16. of insight checks. Natural one. I have no clue. Oh. Yeah, no. I, I don't even know if this person is real. <laughs> oh, that is God. fitting. Two people crit failed. Yeah. Seven. Yep. Thank you, Major. Mega. You're pretty sure he's telling the truth. Or at least giving you the best option that he can. He doesn't seem to care much. He's just. Pick a direction, you'll find it. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Yeah, I'll. Head up and to the left. All right. Uh, everybody who's following Cole, then make me a perception check. Cole, watch out! There's shit there. Natural twenty. Eleven. Ten. Eight. All right. I'm really good at uh, Woten, you first, because this place is tricky and weird and you want to make sure that you can find some sort of reliable landmark so you are watching everything you possibly can and then shortly followed by Aurelia you guys notice as you come out having taken the left branch at the fork coming out into an area where two broad roads do indeed cross each other and at one corner over near a tavern is a blue and purple wagon with Oi. an embellished a banner on one side that reads Cobweb Traveling Dream Emporium. Jesus. That one. That and, hitched, and hitched to the front of this wagon that has, you know, sides and a roof and the whole shebang is this massive horse-sized spider with a gnome apparently perched on top of it. I love it. I'm hunting for the pun in that name, Jack, and I'm not finding it. There's not one there. Hmm. It's in front of a tavern called the Handmaid's Ale, though. Hmm? Okay. Oh. The the there. wagon isn't an establishment. It's a wagon. That's why its name isn't a pun. That's fair. Okay. 
Uh, that seems like a problematic tavern, but we found a... We found a wagon. That's a very, that's a very ostentatious wagon. Uh, I mean, I feel like it, uh, for some reason, I just feel like it's an excellent tavern with a lot of characters inside <laughs> are potentially problematic. <laughs> Intentionally. <laughs> you know, you might not be wrong. <laughs> but as the gnome turns to look at you, you see that it's only a gnome from like the waist up. And the gnome has 12 eyes, and then the torso just kind of bleeds into this huge spider body. I'm going into the tavern now. <laughs> I'm walking up to this spider gnome. Bye. It's a, it's a I'm, nighter. I'm regretting not taking more fire spells. I'm not getting closer. <laughs> I am nope. in the tavern now. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm following Eden. <laughs> it's, like an, it's like a gnome drider. Basically. Uh. A nighter. So Cora Shana walks up. And I'll, I'll go up with and yeah, Diamond and Cole. All right. Sure. I put I put uh, I put Jinx in the pocket plane in case the gnome drider gets hungry. Leaving bubbles. <laughs> Heaton and Aurelia nope out. Everyone else goes yep, to look. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, dreams, visions, hallucinations, nightmares, reveries. What can I get you, dearies? Are you, uh, what's just the name we were literally just told a second ago? Granny Cobwebs. Are you Granny Cobwebs? Aye, that I am, young one. <laughs> that would make What are you maybe in the market for? Uh, we're looking for dreams of Merc Dreamer. Oh, well. <laughs> Trying to get into the hidden quarter, are you? I indicate to Heaton. <laughs> I am Heaton not, not here anymore. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm taking over anyway. Yep. Fuck that noise. It's a giant gnome spider. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love how quickly our plan fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> no plan survives contact with the NPC we were planning on talking to. This is, so is it five of you then? Even uh, us. Four, five, six, There's actually seven of us. The two other two are elsewhere. Well, Can we buy never... you a drink? Well, that should be very kind of you. Are you allowed in the bar or should we bring it out to you? Oh, they usually bring me my stuff out here. And Diamond goes inside and buys her a drink. Okay, what are you buying for? Uh, literally goes up to the bar and is like, can I have a your darkest ale for uh, Miss Granny Cobwebs outside, please? And thank you. Just roll me a straight charisma check. Okie dokie. Aurelia is in there trying to get drunk. Hayden <laughs> <laughs> <Hayden> is too. <laughs> Apparently those, right. two are, those two already set on nightmares for a while. <laughs> yeah. So Diamond, the barkeep looks at you. Actually, she uh she don't go in video. She likes the hard stuff. I guess whatever dark hard shit you got for her then. Right, yeah. No, we can Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair of the spider. Well <clears throat> Give her a little furry hug. And uh oh. he he brings out he brings out just this thick stout bottle and pours something that's not well it's pretty viscous whatever it is and very dark and there's fumes coming off of it and he's like all right now 
if you when you walk that out, stay away from the candles. Okay. How how much is one shot of this? Yeah, that would be five silver. Can I have two, please? Right then. Pours you another one. Thank you. Right. Um, Aurelia, make me a constitution saving throw. Same with you, Eden. Nope. <laughs> These are my best ones. Natural one. Oh, oh! Natural one. <laughs> Whatever it is they're serving in here, you guys only have to spend two silver each, and you are hammered. Fuck. Spiders, right? Right. I fucking hate spiders. I want to point out that out of our last 16 rolls, we have, as a group, we have rolled four natural ones. (laughs) We rolled a quarter natural flux, to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Five natural ones. More than a quarter natural ones. Nice. I mean, almost a third. So, Diamond, you're headed out with your two shot glasses, basically. As you see, Granny Cobwebs bend down to get eye level with Kurashana. Well, you're a special puzzle all to yourself now, aren't you, love? So, I have a question. Can I get an arcana roll to have any idea what type of creature? Yes, go ahead and make an arcana roll. I guess it's scary. Can I make a medicine roll? I, I don't care that much, but... 17. 17. Um, you may have at one point heard of Driders, the fusion of drow and spiders. This one is definitely not drow. Right. And based on what you've heard of Driders, they don't tend to go for the furry brown spider body types. Right. So whatever this thing is, yeah. So, so... Similar, but definitely not a Drider. Cora goes full full telepathy. Um, forgive me for. I hope this is not rude. Um, but you are fascinating. I would love to know how you forgive the la- the the lack of a better way to put it came about. Well, whenever there's dreams to be had, there has to be someone to spin them now, doesn't there? I suppose. I don't know much about dreams. Well, if you're in for finding the lanes, I can make that happen for you. You've got enough emotional connection here, plus that awkward tendency to link minds that you've got. I'll cobble something together for you. For the right price. That would be that would be much appreciated. That said, you didn't really answer my question. Well, that would be telling now, wouldn't it, love? Sure, I've been here for quite some time. <clears throat> Probably a bit longer than most of the city. Fascinating. <laughs> and how? Well, when you crawl out of a crack, you don't much ask where the crack used to lead to, do ya? I'm getting drunk. Never mind. I you well. I feel like at this point we've figured out there's a telepathic conversation happening. Well, yeah, because Granny Cobwebs is not doing it telepathically. Okay, he's talking out loud, so you get half her your her half of the conversation. Got it. I mean, I've not crawled out of many cracks, but yes, I would ask. 
And that's how I know that you're native here and not abstract. As opposed to you. Indeed, Lothar. Fascinating. And uh, on the subject of price, what would you be asking for for Dreams of Mark Dreamer for the group seven of us? What do you have to offer there, pirate boy? Keen eye. Uh, You're dressed like a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cat, patch. Paired on your shoulder, peg leg. Oh. Um, well, what's valuable to you? Do you have anything that you might offer of refined sensation? A taste, a sound, a thought, a memory? Or if you want to be boring, we can always use money. The sensation of drowning but not dying. Well, that's interesting now, isn't it? There's so many sensations. Just too drugged off. The feeling of your lungs filling with water, but yet still you respire. Hmm. Sounds like somebody might be a bit of a dream smith himself, is it now? Or I've had my dream smithed by another hand. Well, that's very clever and all, but uh, no, drowning dreams are something that I'm well familiar with. Hmm. <laughs> you have anything else more original? Can I get like an insight check for what kind of thing this creature might want, or sure, a relevant check, whatever that would yeah. be? Insight is what you'd get. Um, Twenty. She seems to have an inclination for she's she's mentioned abstract a couple times. Um, she's asking for things that are a lot more conceptual in nature. And seems to be looking for things that have some sort of meaningful significance. I'll pull. But she's willing to use money if you want. Have you ever murdered a closet before? (laughs) (laughs) It was an imp before, and it became a closet. Well, I can't say that I have. Was there any taste that went along with it, or just the sensation of the murder? Oh, no, I'm offering you a closet to kill. (laughs) <laughs> oh well then I can summon him back I don't care oh god <laughs> <laughs> tell you what for the five of you here I'll take the closet murder and then for the other two I'll need something a little extra what do you know of the traceries of energy and power that run throughout this plane that form Patterns, concentrations, deep below. Ah, the web of the world you're referencing now. You're a rather clever little boy, aren't you? I've learned a bit. Well, do you know any of the secret letters? A couple. I seek to learn more, but I know at the moment two. Well, if you'll offer me one of those... I think that would complete the bargain. You wish to take or simply also learn? I don't need the entire thing right out of your little head. 
I'll be able to pick up the details. I think as a, I think as a weaver of dreams, you might find this one interesting, as I will sort of trace Burkanan in the air. She'll watch you as you do it, and you can see a couple of her legs twitching, following the patterns that you're making. Well, that ought to about complete it then. I'll have to play with that little pattern. And then the head swivels to you, Diamond. Brought me a drink, did you, dearie? That's very kind of you. Yes. Cheers. Uh, Diamond wins her in this. All right. So she just chucked it back and swallows it down. Uh, you can give me a constitution save as well. 21. Hi. 21. It burns. It burns hard. And it sits in your stomach, feeling kind of like you just swallowed a tiny little ball of wire. Cool. And then slowly dissolves into just this sort of spreading warm sensation around your torso. <clears throat> now let's get your friends out here and we'll finish finish this last part of the bargain uh, and for that little pattern master dwarf I'll offer you a little bit extra shall we I can get you the knowledge or I can get you the knowledge and the travel both second one saves you from having to find your way out to trick town saves time I'd appreciate that very good then. Go fetch your friend. I'll, I'll go into the bar to okay. try and track down. I am currently leaning on Aurelia, who I imagine is also leaning on me. Just when I was young, like there was a closet. It was filled with tarantulas, and it oh, God. I got stuck in it for like three days. It was horrible. Oh, oh that's terrible. <laughs> I hate my family home. So I have the powerful build ability for being a loxodon. Can I carry yes, both of them out? You absolutely can. I will just gently pick both of them up. <laughs> oh, we're going now. Right. Aurelia is fairly lightweight and Eden is a self-proclaimed noodle. So yeah, it's fine. I have I have an I have a 12 con and a seven strength. I am a noodle. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Granny Cobwebs, one of the back legs has come out and thumped on the side of the wagon and the opposite side sort of unfolds and spools out. And there's nine hammocks of triple layered crosswoven silk there. And this is where you'll be sleeping for the entirety of your experience. I will set one down in each uh, one of the Granny's head swivels back to Korashana. Who are your two closest friends here? Don't make it awkward. <laughs> um, there's no reason for it to be awkward. Um, actually, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> require that suggests uh, a level of emotional attachment that Cora is not quite capable of yet. Um, Hayden just Hayden is our best is, friend. Hayden is at the bottom of the list. <laughs> 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 
Probably Major Anarilla. Major Anarilla? Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she pulls a hair out of your head, one out of Mage's, sidles around the, the wagon to grab one from Aurelia. Oh, God! Oh, it's coming! <laughs> 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 and she hands them back. Don't worry, she grabbed it with the gnome hands. You know, okay, it wasn't... Good, it wasn't good, it's not better. It's not better. She hands it down, and you can see her, her legs just kind of taking it one from another to another to another, back down to where the spinnerets are. And she weaves all three of them together into this long silk cord and then pulls it back around ties it to Aurelia's wrist and then puts Cor- tells Korashanda to get in the hammock ties one to your wrist and then down to Maja all three tied around the left wrist the head swings back to Korashanda this will be a new and emotional experience for you dearie want the payment now or after right now if you please just all Grab, hold up. <laughs> and the little gnome hand comes out, kind of wrinkly, knobby at the at the knuckles, pets down Shathal's head. And then I'll just bring you back. And then just grabs him around the the shoulders, pulls his face up to hers. The mouth opens. The mouth opens a lot wider than it should. Tiny little needly teeth just like shoot out of the gums that previously looked like she was toothless entirely. Gold turns away. Bite down into his neck, rips out a gobbit of flesh, spits it on the ground, and then just starts clawing him to pieces. He's now gonna be sick. I can't see any of this. And I'm bad. I can hear it though. <laughs> I Maja is pretty much unfazed. Well, Wotan is just like stone faced, not giving the reaction whatever he's having inside. Right. <laughs> and then Cole saw the teeth, he turned around. And he's like, I don't need to watch to see. I, I know what's happening. <laughs> and then with the limp, probably about half of a corpse of Shathal in her hands, he turns back to you, Cora. That was very intriguing. I'm glad you... Sorry, a bit of, I made a bit of a mess. And she just sort of deposits the limp <laughs> corpse back into your hands. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to him. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to just, like, toss it off to the side, but I, I guess we don't want to leave a mess in the street. That's right, yeah. No, littering is uncouth no matter which ward you're in. <laughs> murder is fine. You're right. Murder, murder is fine. Just, just make sure you clean up our things. Arson, murder, and the real crime, jaywalking. Right. <laughs> it's okay, because demons aren't people. <laughs> And she crawls back around. You hear a clink of glass, a scrape of a mortar and pestle, a cork out of they its say in a party with a tiefling. Devil. Then comes back. Each, she's sort of tilted back, walking on mostly her larger back legs. And each of her hands and several of her spider legs are holding shot glasses. It's a deep purple liquid with kind of a blue swirling fog that's kind of mixing throughout it. Right then, sweet dreams, and everybody drink up. And you're all handed a shot glass. Does anything? I sit. I sit down in the hammock. 
anything to be less aware. Cheers. Right, cheers. Knock back, (laughs) lay down. (laughs) So everybody drinks, lays down in one of the nine hammocks. Your eyes drift close as sleep takes over your senses, darkness wrapping itself around your mind. And very soon you find yourselves walking alongside each other down a twisting path on a steep, rocky slope. The footing is kind of precarious, and the mist that blocks your view leaves a treacherous slickness on the stones beneath your shoes. Every so often the mist breaks, revealing somewhere down below at the foot of the hill a thick cluster of buildings as if some giant titan had lifted a whole section of the city and just dropped it in the ring of jagged mountains that surround it. Koreshana, however, you see something quite different behind it all. Okay. Many-eyed amorphous creatures lurk in the mists and beneath the ground, shifting and swirling as through the as though the solid objects aren't even there. Some of them sail overhead, long tentacles shifting down through the air currents. Most of them about 10 to 20 feet in length, their bodies evolving through a dizzying series of metamorphoses as you watch. And then suddenly, one of them spots you. Give me an insight check. Fuck. That's not good. Sixteen. Sixteen. The malevolence and revulsion emanating from the creature hits you like a blast of icy with wind. This thing is offended to its very core by the fact of your existence. You are wrong, a thing that should not exist. And as it rushes towards you, you get the very clear sense that it intends to fix that. And that's where we're going to end for the evening. Good <sighs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.